أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم بسم الله الذي لا يضر مع اسمه شيء في الأرض ولا في السماء وهو السميع العليم بسم الله مجريكا ومرساها إن ربي لا غفور رحيم بسم الله وبالله ومن الله وعلى الله ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم والصلاة والسلام على النبي الهدى محمد بن عبد الله وآله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا إلى يوم الدين رب شرح صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل العقدة من لساني يفقه قولي رب أودعي أن أشكر نعمتك التي أنعمت علي وعلى والدي ونعمل صالح ترضاه وأصلح لي في ذريتي من تبت إليه وإني من المسلمين My dear brothers and sisters in Iman, it is indeed one of the greatest honors for Muslims that they were given the adhan, the call for prayer five times a day. Many people don't think about it seriously. Many people don't take it as something important. In fact, Rasulullah is reported to have said, if a believer is in a place whereby the Adhan is called for the prayer, and the person leaves the place and goes out, or he was coming to eat once he hears the Adhan return and goes back, bear witnesses that indeed this person is a hypocrite. To show the magnitude, and the position and the place of this great act that is given to Sayyidina Muhammad as something noble while everybody knows that he وسلم, used to do the salah in jama'ah without any call people will just come but then he wanted to do something the Jews we're having something to call people, the Christian, we're having. He wanted something special so that people can come together when they hear it. And you all understand that Rasulullah is not like other men, not like other prophets. He was always the most humble because he was always taking from those who were coming to him. And the Adani story that Bilal is all about comes from other than Rasulullah one of the companions. And this story goes, before I tell you a little bit about Bilal, that this companion was sleeping, and he saw in a dream a man wearing two garments, which are green, selling a bell. And because this companion was so eager to help Rasulullah get something to call people for the prayer, he went to this man in the dream and said to him, Are you selling this bell? Can I buy it from you? And the man said to him, For what you are buying it? He said, I'm buying it for that our messenger will use it to call us to pray. He said to him, Shouldn't I point out for you something that would be better than ringing a bell? He said, Of course. And the man wearing green recited the Adhan. 
And that Azan was ringing in his ears. So he came to Rasulullah Sallam and reported this to him. Rasulullah was a man who understood that everybody, Allah has given a special quality and he must use it. He didn't say to him, okay, go and do the Adam. He said to him, could you go and pick Bilal and teach him how to make it and allow him to do it because he has a better voice. People will listen to him and will rush to come to the prayer. When he says, hey, people will come to do the Salah. And the man didn't say anything. He went and told Bilal. And Bilal went and did the Adhan. This is when the Adhan was taken as a part of the five daily prayers in Islam. But we need to ask, why Rasulullah has chosen Bilal? Why did he pick him just because he had a better voice than this man? And who is this Bilal anyway? We all know, we as human beings, there is something within us that always makes us act with arrogance. As Rasulullah says, The worst of your enemy is your nafs, yourself, that is between your two sides. And each one of us, within his nafs, there is that which is evil. As Allah stated in the Quran in Surah Yusuf, Indeed, one nafs will always command him or her to do evil. And one of the most evil of sin is that when you look down at your brother, when you subject your brother, when you abuse your brother, when you insult your brother, when you look down at your brother. For indeed, a believer behaves with the behavior of Allah. Allah Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is reported to have said, Do conduct and behave by the behavior of Allah. Those people who look down, who insult, who demean, who abuse, who enslave, they are people who have no mercy. They are people who have nothing to do with the most merciful Allah. And Allah made those noble, humble, honorable, poor people who have been objected to all this torture in the Quran as the best of people. A verse in the Quran was revealed through many others about them. What did Allah say to them? Including Billah. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم وإذا سمعوا ما أنزل إلى الرسول ترى أعينهم تطفض من الدم. When they hear and listen to that which is being revealed or brought down to the messenger, Sayyidina Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم, you see their eyes are filling with tears. Who are these people? These are Bilal and Zayd ibn Haritha and others who were looked down at, abused, enslaved, mistreated, discriminated against, not because of any reason, of any goodness within themselves, neither intelligence, or strength, or wisdom, but because of their looks, or their color, or their, their inability, like what we have today. Today the world is the same, if not worse than that time. 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala went to say, because they know that which is revealed is to be the truth. They only say, Our Lord, we have believed. Do write us or include us among those who witness this reality and this truth. And why should we believe in Allah and the truth that has come to us? What truth? The truth that Allah is one. And we come from Allah and we are supposed to manifest that unity of Allah as one in interacting with one another through respect and humility and understanding and supporting one another. Not discriminating, not putting down neither insulting or demeaning or enslaving one another. The believer who understands the message when he reads the story of people such as Bilal will realize you will have no Iman if you discriminate because in that there is arrogance and arrogance has brought Iblis out of the highest place when Allah lifted him from the earth to the heavens because he says why should I prostrate for him? where he was made from the mouth and I am made from the fire intending to say I am better I am better than him if you feel that feeling then you are one of the soldiers of Iblis and you will never be one of those who will stand and defend that which Allah has revealed in the Quran and your heart will never feel that feeling which Allah wants you to have we don't read the stories so that we glorify someone we need the stories so that we can get from them that which will make us better believers, that which will make us return to Allah, our Lord and Master, as He created us. This is what Allah says in the Quran, in this verse. Why should we believe in Allah? And that which has come to us from the truth. They did not say, well, because we have faith and we are better, better, we are going to enter with the right hand. They said, Wanatma. And we hope and we wish to be among those who will be righteous before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from their humility. Allah said to the Prophet, because whenever the Quran used to be revealed and the men who were looking maybe better than them, maybe they have brighter color than them. Maybe they were smarter than them, richer than them, or from higher class than them. They will come and sit close to the Prophet. They will never do that. They will sit by the shoes, by the gate, by the door, hiding themselves. Allah said to him, وَلَا تَعْدُ عَيْنَا O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, do not take your eyes away from them. Wanting the glitter and the treasures of this world. Today you don't see people rushing to a poor man. You don't see people befriending somebody who have nothing. Even the religious men, when they see somebody rich, they run to him. I have seen it. All the places they go to, a rich man comes, a politician comes, let the mayor of Brent come inside, yeah, a lot of people run to him. Let the prime minister come, everybody will run to him, or the queen, or the scholars. But the poor man, nobody looks at them. Where Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, your prophet and my prophet, kana yuhibul masakim. Where you should be majalisihim. He used to love the poorest among the poor. Sit in their gathering and eat with them. Today, 
the poor have got their own tent to eat from. Today, the poor are not asked to come. Today, the poor are put aside. And especially if they have a reason to discriminate them from the others. And therefore, Bilal, a man who comes from a land where the Prophet praised. And he says, encouraging the companions that your brothers in the land that you live in from the Arabian Sea until the Red Sea, they're not going to help you. But you need to cross the Red Sea and go to people who will help you whereby here you are putting them down, but they will raise you up. Who are they? The people of a place called Sudan. The land of those who are dark in their colors. It goes from the Red Sea, where Eritrea, Ethiopia, Sudan, and Egypt, until it reached the west coast of Africa. And he says, If you leave this land and go to the land of the group called Al-Habasha, which is the race of people, Al-Habasha, Indeed, in it, there is a king. No one in his presence will ever be wrong. And it is an earth of truth, a land of truth. And he said, Allah will make an opening for you there from the oppression you are receiving with me. You have to realize, why did he say that? Because initially, those who became Muslims were only people whom they called the Ibrahs. The underprivileged, the outcast. And are we different today? No. Today we have got the lower class, the working class, the dwellers in the council homes, those who have school meals, even in the school like where I went, if you are eating a school dinner, you are considered to be low because the government is paying for you. You are not going to succeed in life. You are poor, you are nothing. Then the middle class, upper middle class, high society. Where did this come from? Allah says, these people whom you discriminate against here, when you go to their land, although you are putting them down, they will put you up. They will raise you. And listen, what he said. If you Sudan, take Sudan to be an abode for you from your troubles, for indeed from it came three men. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made them the masters of paradise. اتخذوا السودان فإن ثلاثة منهم من سادات أهل الجنة لغمان الحكيم yes from the Sudan من the dark land والنجاشي the man who said my ancestors عبد الله بن مضعون جعفر بن أبي طالب أم سلمة أن هربت آتم الرقية بنت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم أن هربت عثمان بن عفان in the first hijrah, there were only 11 men, four women and few children. In the second hijrah, over 80, to show how much people were respected. They were not asked to prove anything or to bring anything. Even when the mushrikeen came to take them back, the king stood by them. Have they stolen anything from you? Have they done any wrong in your land? Have they abused anybody? Have they broken the law? No. What they have said, worship none but Allah. Worship no idol but the one. And this is the message, my brothers and sisters. 
The story of those oppressed people always is to unite us to Allah. We have this now, but we are not really turning to it. And the third person he mentioned, Wabilan. Wabilan. And Rasulullah goes to the Mi'raj, whereby you don't understand me and you in ethics, in spiritual ethics, are higher than the Malaika. Whether people like it or not. For Jibreel alayhi salam, okay, the master of all those who live in the seven heavens of the world of the Malaika, when he hit that ultimate place, could not go further. From the first heaven to the seventh heaven, he was talking and he was asked, Who are you, Jibreel? Who is with you, Muhammad? And then they opened for them. But when he came to the seventh and wanted to go beyond that, he did not ask. But he was told to retreat, and Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam was asked to come up. And he says, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, okay, khalil khalila. Is it in this place a friend will leave his friend? And do you know my brothers and sisters? Subhanallah, only Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam could go further. Because Jibreel said to him, if I go further, I will bear. If I go further, I will bear. And therefore, we are honored people. Our honoring not because of our physical bodies, not because of our colors, or races, or stature in society, or position, or place, or wealth. Our only honor comes from one thing, that we have a spirit within. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has honored us within, and if we take it seriously, and worship Allah, the worship that we have been given, then we will, inshallah, be honored in the day of judgment. I want to finish by telling you the adhan that you hear and the mu'addinin who makes it, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed them. And we are blessed to have the adhan. Number one, that indeed, whosoever listens to the mu'addin while he making his adhan must be sure that he will be a witness in the day of judgment to this mu'addin that he truly believes in Allah. Number two, there is a great hidden reward from Allah for those who call the Azan. And the Mu'addinin are not the normal men that you see around. They are special men. Allah has given them a position. With the Mu'addin, there is always a special mercy. That mercy he carries within himself. Nobody can see it. But those who befriend them can achieve some of that success with them. And the Mu'addin, as reported by Rasulullah is somebody who is trustworthy. Somebody who is trustworthy. No one will be allowed to do such a thing without that trust. And that adhan, when it is made, it will remove shaitan. Don't think only you make adhan in the mosque. Before you do your salah anywhere, even if you are alone, make the adhan for Allah will bring the malaika or the jinn to pray with you. And the most beloved of the servants of Allah is the one who called the adhan. And the one who called the adhan, he will be protected from all the problems of the Day of Judgment. And the best of people before Allah are those who make Adhan. I'm going to finish by a hadith of Rasulullah and Abdullah ibn Umar ibn al-Asr He said, I have heard the Messenger of Allah who said, when you hear the Mu'addin, you must repeat what he is saying. SubhanAllah. When we hear the Mu'addin nowadays, we, we gossip, we chit-chat. This is the commandment. As Allah said in the Quran, 
فإذا قرأ القرآن فاستمعوا له. When the Quran is recited, you must listen to it. But if you don't want to listen, then allow others to listen. Okay, be silent. Then in this hadith he goes, إذا سمعتم المؤذن فقولوا مثل ما يقول ثم صلوا عليه. Then make salah for me. Unfortunately, we don't make salah for Rasulullah. We don't repeat the adhan. And we don't do the only thing that he asked. Ask Allah for me al wasila. When he was asked Allah Sallam, what is the wasila? He said it is special in paradise. Only picked for one. And I wish it would be for me. He didn't say it is definitely for me because I am the seal of Prophet and I'm the most perfect man. Allah praised me in the Quran because he is the father of humility. He is the father of respect. He is the father that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has chosen him to be khiyarunas, the best of men. Muhammadun, basharun laka al-bashar, but huwa kaliyakud, bain al-hajar. Muhammad is the man, not like other men, but he is like a diamond among the rock. And hence, Bilal radiallahu ta'ala anhu became one of the best students for him. And if we take anything from this gathering about Adhan, we should remember the humility of people like Bilal. May Allah bless me and bless you. Jazakumullah khair. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.